that then, let's turn to our second reading, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 1, here now, the inerrant, infallible, and inspired word of God. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that ye may learn them and keep and do them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. The Lord talked with you face to face in the mount out of the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord, for ye were afraid by reason of the fire and went not up into the mount, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them nor serve them for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments." Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thine ox, nor thine ass, nor any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou. And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit adultery, neither shalt thou steal, neither shalt thou, shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. These words the Lord spake unto all your assembly in the mount, out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud and of the thick darkness with a great voice and he added no more and he wrote them in two tables of stone and delivered them unto me and I and it came to pass when ye heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness for the mountain did burn with fire that ye came near unto me even all the heads of your tribes and your elders and ye said, Behold, the Lord our God hath showed us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk with man, and he liveth. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more than we shall die. For who is there of all flesh that hath heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived. 
Go thou near and hear all that the Lord our God shall say and speak thou unto us all that the Lord our God shall speak unto thee and we will hear it and do it. And the Lord heard the voice of your words when ye spake unto me. And the Lord said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken unto thee. They have well said all that they have spoken. Oh, that there were such an heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go, say unto them, get you into your tents again. But as for thee, stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which thou shalt teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. Ye shall observe to do. Therefore, as the Lord your God hath commanded you, ye shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that ye may live and that it may be well with you, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. All right, so we, we begin what we would call the second discourse, and this is the second giving of the law. In verses 1 through 5, we hear about the days of Horeb and Moses standing as a mediator. I want you to notice the kindness of God to them. Not only did the Lord grant them a mediator because they were ready to have the noise stop. The Lord thundered from the top of, of Sinai with a thick cloud. Um, it, it was like the voice of a trumpet. It was loud. It was scary. It was intimidating. And finally, they told Moses, we've heard those ten words. We don't want to hear any more. We know what the next word is. The next word is condemnation. It's not what we want. And so the Lord said, I will give you a mediator. Moses will stand before me, and he will teach you all the good things that I teach him. And so not only was the Lord kind to them to give them a mediator in Moses, but now in this second generation, it was that same mediator who stood before God at Horeb that could now bring that continuity and sameness to them. This is indeed the covenant that God made, Moses will say, not with your fathers. What a startling statement that is. Really, God made that covenant with us who are standing here today. That's what Moses says. And he can, he's in a unique position to say that because he was mediator then and he's mediator now. And so the kindness and condescension of the Lord is indeed on full display here as he would draw this second generation near to himself by a mediator. And of course, Moses as a mediator serves as a type of Christ. So that's the, the opening section there. Uh, we have the restatement of the law in verses 6 through 21. There are a few changes. Some of you, uh, I saw you fidgeting in your seats because it's not what you're used to hearing. As we normally hear from Exodus chapter 20. 
Now here in Deuteronomy chapter 5, there are a few different words. And the Lord is able to adapt his word if he wants to, to a people. He hasn't changed essentially any element of the law, any teaching of it, but he has adapted it to the peculiar circumstances of these people. The word remember is said at the beginning of the fourth commandment because in those days the people had all nigh forgotten it, being slaves in Egypt and working incessantly. So the Lord would cause them to remember the Sabbath day in Exodus. And here in Deuteronomy, it's keep the the Sabbath day to sanctify it. And to sanctify it is the same word that we have for hallowed, right? Remember the Sabbath day and hallow it is how we say it in Exodus 20. But that word keep instead, they have been reminded. They have the Sabbath. They've lived with the Sabbath for 40 years. They've stoned a man for picking up sticks on the Sabbath day between then and now. They know the Sabbath. And so now they're not any longer encouraged to remember it, but to keep it. And so there are those subtle adaptations that the Lord, under the inspiration of His Spirit, makes through the prophet Moses. May I say, may I say it this way? We do want to give the sense of the Ten Commandments when we teach them. And yes, sometimes... For modern hearers, we're going to change some of the words, not change some of the words and call it scripture, but change some of the words in the way we explain it. That's just what we call teaching, and there's nothing wrong with that. To change the very words of the commandments themselves, however, that's a different matter, and only God can do that, because it's his word and it's his law. Notice also, in keeping with that fourth commandment, they are to remember something. What are they to remember? That they were slaves in Egypt. Ah, okay. So now we see why it's keep the Sabbath and remember you were slaves. When as before it was remember the Sabbath because you've been released from bondage. Okay. All right. And so so then we have the, the, the statement of the Ten Commandments. And as we said, they are essentially the same. And beloved, can I say it this way? No matter what 85% of the churches tell you in modern America, the law is still the same for us. It hasn't changed. Still those same Ten Commandments. They belong to us. They are ours as God's people. There's not nine commandments. We haven't left the fourth commandment behind. Right? Um, we were talking at the house last night about, about the fourth commandment and uh, that there are churches out there that say, well, you know, the fourth commandment's not repeated in the New Testament, so it's not required in New Testament Christians. They're wrong on two accounts. It is repeated in the New Testament. There remains a sabbatism. For the people of God in Hebrews 4.9. That's an explicit keeping of Sabbath. But secondly. um, We don't need to have it repeated. In order for it to be valid. For the New Testament. We don't pit the New Testament. Against the Old Testament. In that way. Okay. All right. So we move on from the law there then. and, And we see. How the Lord spoke those words to them. And once again. The mediation of Moses. Is on full display. May I say it this way, and maybe just use this as a little bit of a redemptive historical interpretation. What did the people do when they heard God? They went to their mediator. Beloved, can I encourage you to go to your mediator? Can I encourage you to do the same? They had a mediator and they made use of him. Rather than turning away from 
from this awesome spectacle in the way God had presented himself, they said, we still want relationship with this God. We just need a mediator. Can I encourage you to do the same? Go to God through your Lord Jesus Christ. You have a mediator. He has taken hold, as Job will say, of heaven and earth, of, of, of man and God. He has done that. And he is your mediator. And so you may call upon God through him. Verse 28. The commitment of the people. The verbal commitment of the people is what? You go get the law. Bring it back to us. And whatever God teaches you. We'll hear it and we'll do it. Isn't that what it says? Yep. And speak thou unto us all that the Lord our God shall speak unto thee. And we will hear it. And we will do it. And notice, the Lord heard. He heard your words. He heard your commitment. We're going to hear a little bit more about this in Ecclesiastes 5. The Lord heard your words. Yes, he did. And what did he say? He spoke unto me, and the Lord said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken unto thee. They have well said all that they have spoken Oh, that there were such a heart in them. You hear that? Now, some have taken that a little bit too far. They've impugned God's character there. They've said that, you know, God wanted them to have something that he was not pleased to give them or something strange like that. Actually, a literal interpretation of this passage from the Hebrew reads, Oh, who will give them such an heart that they would fear me. And of course what the Lord does there. Is he directs all attention to himself. He is the one who is able to give. Such a heart as that. And he is pleased to give it to those who turn to him. Okay. So if you have this expression. We will do all that the Lord has spoken. Well like Isaiah says. Or like the Lord says to Isaiah. Talk is cheap. It's easy to say. Ask the Lord for the heart to keep that which goes forth from your mouth. That's what's being taught here in Deuteronomy 5. So then, finally, we ensconce Moses in that mediator position. Go and say to them, get you to your tents. But as for thee, stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee, and so on. And then the chapter ends with, uh, with one more commission to Moses to teach the people to keep all the commandments of God. And that's how the chapter ends. With that then let's stand and continue praising God in the singing of psalms.